When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to DraftKings Network. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I was going to hit so good on this episode. You knew it was going to be coming right off the bat. Them Texas Rangers. Bruce Bochy doing it again. The Texas Rangers are World Series champions, Dallas. Marcus Simeon is a World Series champion. Bruce Bochy is a four-time World Series champion. World Series MVP, Josh Young, Marcus Simeon, all the boys, all the boys from Dallas. South, they're gonna be parading around Dallas DFW because they did it. A gentleman sweeping the World Series, sweeping them D-backs. I mean, we were we thought we were gonna get a great series. It was still a great game tonight. Wasn't the epic battle that we thought we were gonna get. But it doesn't fucking matter. Does not matter because the Texas Rangers are standing tall. The last team standing, as they say. 2023 World Series champions. Rob Manfred, Uncle Uncle Manfred out there handing over the piece of metal for the first time. For the first time in franchise history. Can you take me fucking higher, Dallas? Yeah. Can you yep. do it? Yeah. Can you do it? Yeah. Guaranteed. Please, please lay it on me. Look, this is what I love to see happen when you zoom out and think about how we got here. Growing talent. Chris Young mm-hmm. stepping into a role that we just watched. And Jared, you folks... In Boston, you got to yeah. be licking your lips. You got to be excited about what you're seeing because yeah. you just watch Chris Young step into a role where at times it's more than okay to evaluate with numbers and algorithms, and but it, at times it's also okay to tap into what you know in your heart, which is what Chris Young did to an extent, and you make baseball decisions and you see guys you see guys get to the mountaintop because of those, I guess you call them baseball to sit. You go get good players and good things happen. And Friend baseball players, Friend baseball players know that if you're a good player, you're going to cost money. So it's going to cost money to get some good players in here. You do that. But, but again, just watching the organization set out. I mean, it was, it was said beautifully by Chris Young. There was a vision in place. They had a plan. And this is what it looks like when 
you're able to execute that plan. When things go the way you want them to, this is what it looks like. World Series. You know, what, you know the craziest part about all this, and it it never became a narrative. Like maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. I never heard the fucking name Jacob Degrom on the broadcast. Like that was a no. swinging no. dick moment for the Texas Rangers going out there. You sign Marcus Simeon, then you go pay Corey Seager. But when they got Jacob Degrom, everyone was like, "Oh fuck!" Like they are on a different you know level what? right now. And then they trade for Max Scherzer because Jacob Degrom goes down. Scherzer, pretty. I, I want to call him a non-factor, but he wasn't Max Scherzer, and you didn't have Jacob Degrom at all, and they still won the World Series. But what's interesting to think about that, I'll, I'll kind of work backwards from the most recent statement you just made. Where, if you, if you kind of go back and look at the series, who would you have account for the innings that Max Scherzer gave you? And does how that bullpen gets rolled out look a little different if there's yeah. no Max Scherzer accounting for those innings? Well, John Gray's the answer because he was outstanding out of the bullpen. But like, sure. who takes who plays his role in the bullpen? We don't that, know. That's that's what I mean because of the yeah. trickle down effect. So you can yeah. identify a guy that you would love to be taking the ball in Max Scherzer's role, but you have to understand what you just said, which is everybody else is going to have to slot down as well. And that means somebody has to step the fuck up. And it was Spores who shut the doors, young Joseph. Mm-hmm. But to your DeGrom comment, Jared, you remember what I said the minute we got this news. The minute we got the news that DeGrom was down and out. I said, hot take. Maybe it's a hot take, but you gotta you gotta move on. You gotta bury the DeGrom stuff right now. You have to get over it. You can't let that factor in to what you're trying to get done for the rest of the season because you're going to find yourself bitching, pissing, and moaning over not being able to capitalize on the acquisition of potentially the game's greatest arm talent right now, and you're not going to be able to utilize his resources, his services. So the quicker that you can make peace with that and figure out what the plan is, what the path is, the better off you're going to be. And that is exactly what the Texas Rangers did. They took it on the chin. They kept rolling. They made the moves. They were unapologetically aggressive in trying to shore up themselves and a postseason run. And it all culminated in a fucking dub, baby. Yeah. So I, I want to get to to Joey and Jay Hayes' uh, thoughts after the Texas Rangers just won the World Series. But but I, I don't want this to be buried too far down in the podcast. Dallas, as someone who knows Marcus Simeon personally, oh, who oh has God. seen his journey. Oh, uh, what dude. what were you feeling when you saw him for the first time, maybe in his entire life, show true emotion when he hit that home run in the ninth inning? <laughs> I mean, you, you, um, you know what it's like when you watch a guy struggle, when you watch guys around him almost question why the opportunities, himself questioning. And you watch that player stay true to themselves. And you watch them absorb institutional knowledge and apply it. And then you watch him grow into the man he has become and the baseball player that he's become. And I will always say this about Marcus. What you see on the field is secondary to what you get in the clubhouse and what you get away from the field. And that's a big part of the Rangers identifying core guys that they wanted and moving forward with them. So while they get labeled the half-billion-dollar middle infield, what Marcus Simeon brings to the table, I don't know that you can put a monetary value on. He played every single game this year. And, Jared, that's something that he has 
Look, look dude, you, I, I'm, I'm telling you, you have to most, tell the guy. Most at-bats most at bats in Major League history. You have to tell the year. guy a game's being played yeah. somewhere else if you think you're going to get him out of the lineup. It just ain't going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. And that's part of the mindset of I need to show up and I need to man the post each and every day because of what I preach and the example I'm trying to set, I have to live up to that. And he has no problem doing that. So when you see all of the work put in, the blood, sweat, and tears, and you see it all come out in in, in the shape of a World Series championship run for Marcus Simeon, him and his family, man, I, I hope they don't ever come off Cloud Nine because that's where they should be. They should buy a house on Cloud Nine. He should mm. be the mayor of Cloud Nine. Mm. I mean, it, it just I, I I I don't know that I have. I mean, watching that emotion, just the I I could almost hear him through the TV, bro. Like you could feel it. You could just feel it. And then the the single chest pump at home after looking up at the squad, like, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's just up? That. Get that fucking ring ready. <laughs> um, Dude. Right. That it, it's it's fucking cool. I mean, it, it, it's obviously it's cool hearing it from you because uh, you know, you guys go back to the Oakland days. Things are heating up in the ballpark and the chase to crown a champion is on. And in my own words, things definitely did heat up at the ballpark and a champion was crowned, and it's the Texas Rangers. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you won't miss a moment of the baseball action, whether it was last night or in 2024. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on baseball. Plus, all customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings same game parlays. String together multiple bets from a single game for your shot at a major payout. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code JARED. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code JARED. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Opt-in and 10-plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Jay Hay, final out is recorded. Texas Rangers World Series champions. Your your, uh, thought dump after uh, what a year it's been for them Rangers. Uh, it's it's not every day that we get to celebrate uh, the first World Series championship in a franchise's history. So I think that's takeaway number one. That's cool. Um, and regardless of how they got there or who's on the team, uh, that to me is pretty special. Uh, I think I think there's a lot of individual things to like about this World Series championship. Uh, you know, you guys sort of hit on it. Dallas sort of hit on it. They spent. And I, I, I like that. That's been pretty clear on the podcast. I like teams that invest in their own product um, and they went out and they did that. And it wasn't just that. It's not just a purchase championship. There's a lot of internal development yes. stuff, which, again, you guys touched on and we can list all of the people if we want to. Um, so I like that part of it. There are individual there was individually excellent player achievements on this team throughout the postseason and in the World Series. We've talked about Corey Seager. It's nice when you can point to at least one dude 
who gave you that like historically significant performance throughout the postseason and in the World Series specifically, that makes it feel nice. Um, the Bruce Bochy thing, like whatever. It, I think there's a limit to how intensely fans are going to root for a manager's accomplishments. But, you know, uh, in a different way than when Dusty won it for the first time with the Astros, that was probably the best storyline to come out of that, given everybody's sentiment yeah. on the Astros. This is different, but it's cool as well, because like the people to win four World Series championships, as we talked about, are Joe Torre, Bruce Bochy, and a bunch of people who stopped managing like seven years before Dallas was even born as the mm. as the you know veteran person on this podcast like it's all people like some some of those people were managing in the 1800s that's how distant <laughs> this sort of accomplishment is um and so i think that's fucking awesome um and you know i i've got other stuff that we could talk about but those are those are well, the signature kind of bullet points for me and the love in the industry the love in the industry that people have for boach that people have for dusty right i can think of another manager tito and I, I don't know how much longer that list goes where universally you are going to be celebrated. Universally, people are pulling for you, right? And that just doesn't, I don't feel like that happens all the time. So for all of the things you just listed, Jay Hay, to be, to be storylines going into this season and then coming out of this season to have it end the way it did, it's, it's magical, man. Bro, bro, Bruce Bochy was managing Team France literally one year ago today, <laughs> and and not the World Baseball Classic, the World Baseball Qualifier, Team France. Yeah, they yeah. lost. Yeah. that's well, he got, he got it out the gutter, brother. Think about this too. You see, uh, Tim Tim Flannery, dear friend of mine, uh, Bruce Bochy's third base coach extraordinaire. Um, that dude, uh, his tweet, it was thirteen years ago that Bruce Bochy and Tim Flannery and the rest of that San Francisco Giants crew took down the Texas Rangers to to win their first in that 10 decade where they started their their dynastic run 10 12 14 I I think I we might have found a trend right now I mean the old fucking guy manager is kind of like in we got snicker 2021 old as shit then you had well, fucking our guy dusty baker now bruce bochi if you're a team looking for a manager get well, the oldest guy you can get ron <laughs> washington's a free agent and i don't want to see him go from the braves but i would love to see we, ron washington get another chance we, we won't mention the tony la Russa corollary yeah, to that to yeah, this we're gonna leave that out listen, <laughs> i think yeah, i think he's still sleeping in the dugout yeah <laughs> listen listen that's hey small Joe, sample I'll, size. I'll tell you this man i'll tell you this there is a very real and it might not be bubbling at the surface where a lot of folks maybe even just kind of casual baseball fans checking in see this or feel this but there is a very real shift back towards the middle of valuing institutional knowledge to the point where they're reacquiring it and they're paying for it to be in pivotal places in organizations, maybe not in the big league level. Maybe you're stashing these guys somewhere at the complex, roving in structures, whatever, but getting baseball-minded folks back in instead of analytical-minded first folks leading the way, there is a 
I don't want to call it a transition, but there is a a reemergence of the baseball mind in, in coupling with the analytical mind. And that's where teams, Could. that's a sweet spot that you want to be. I think the Texas Rangers have done a magnificent job of wading into that pool. We could see an Alex Rodriguez GM job coming up soon. Get that old school mind. Hmm. I just saw a tweet that made me laugh. Someone said a lot of cousins getting pregnant tonight. <laughs> That's too far. That's so fucking. So That's far. fucked up. Jay, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Who tweeted that? Doxum. Uh, looks like uh, he's just throwing a feeler out there. That. He was thinking about firing it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was very funny. Um, Joseph, is there, uh, it's not, it's not like a, it's not a, it's not a, it, I guess it's a eulogy to the season, but what, 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 what are your words to, to share about this team? This team? I mean, we, you guys, we talked about the team. I, I want to talk about the game specifically. What kind of pissed me off with the D-backs and the, and why I picked against them is because they don't, they don't hit enough home runs and, I, t- I don't know what inning, what, what, when they had Marino up on first and second and that the three-hole hitter bunt, that pissed me off. There's a lot of bunting for, for my liking tonight. There's a lot, it's, a lot of bunting. He's hitting third. I, I know it's, it's not, it's not, you know, Babe Ruth up there. It's not Corey Seager, but he's hitting yeah, third. Well, well, and Joe, this is a dude who's been swinging the bat and providing a lot of the power that you've been experiencing this entire postseason. And as somebody who has been very vocal about the brand of baseball that the Diamondbacks play and thoroughly enjoying the brand of baseball they play. They pitch it, they catch it, they feel I mean they 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 do it all. They just don't have that power looming consistently. So when I see that and Jay Hay has eloquently laid out what happens in the postseason when you hit maybe just one more homer than the other guy. Or maybe you hit a couple more. You're typically winning those games. If there was somebody in the lineup that was going to be that threat, that was going to jump ship in that moment, Moreno? I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't know the exact number. I was looking it up in like the fifth, sixth inning when they had a no-hitter, so this changed. But they the Diamondbacks out-hit the Rangers by a lot, by like 17 hits, well, which whole, is a lot over five games. Yeah, the whole – I mean, you look across the board offensively and – you know, if you were to do that blind test, I think CJ Nikowski, Rangers broadcaster, t- tweeted this. Like, if you were to just look at the numbers across the board, and you had to pick a team with no label, you're you're not picking the Texas Rangers. The offensive production you end up picking is the Arizona Diamondbacks. I, I think that was going into today. But that's 25, not who won. twenty-five <laughs> and four teams to out homer opponents in the postseason. Thank twenty-five you, and four. That's what it ended and, up. And this series, this series felt like it just that was way more obvious. Yes, I totally agree. Nobody, no analysts are going to get themselves all frothy over the way that the Rangers beat the Diamondbacks because for some reason the game is just obsessed about talking about certain things and not others. But the Rangers won this World Series on the back of outslugging their opponent. Period. Because they were also a great defensive team. That's that's the other thing that should be mentioned again is like, yeah, the Diamondbacks brand of baseball, quote unquote, included great defense. But like, so did the Rangers. They also just happened to hit home runs with it. 
Mm-hmm. Even under the bright lights of the Texas Rangers winning the World Series, Blue Moon Belgian White Belgium style wheat ale is the beer that's made brighter. Blue Moon was born in a ballpark for baseball fans, first brewed at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. From its bold, refreshing flavor to its beautiful, bright color, Blue Moon is as iconic as America's pastime. I bet the Texas Rangers right now are having a helicopter airlift thousands of Blue Moons to whatever club they're at in Arizona, absolutely popping off right now. If you're a Texas Rangers fan and you're not drinking a Blue Moon tonight, tomorrow, for the parade, all weekend to celebrate your championship, then you're just doing it wrong. Nothing tastes better than an ice-cold championship Blue Moon. With its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a -a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Blue Moon was brewed by baseball, so it's the perfect match for the playoffs. The crack of a beer, the pour, the first sip of that bold flavor after winning a championship, Blue Moon always feels like a special occasion. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful bright color, a beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, like a ring for the Rangers, but you can enjoy it all through the parade. Brighten up the Rangers parade with Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale. It's one of a kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for fresh baseball merch and visit get.bluemoonbeer.com rocket to find Blue Moon delivery options. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com rocket. Blue Moon, made brighter. Celebrate responsibly, Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. Uh, fucking Smoltz was talking about it. Um, I, the Rangers, the last two games, they only scored in like four innings. And they scored how many runs the last two games? 16 runs. And they all came in like barely at like four or five innings. Like they, they're scoring them in bunches. They 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position tonight and left 11. The range? No, uh, yes. the D-backs. Oh, no, the yeah, D-backs, the D- yeah. Yeah, nine at bats. Or nine or 10. Jared, because it was uh, when that stat popped up, I think that was I mean, nine, and then during that tenth at bat or whatever. But yeah, dude, like they over, were over nine with eleven left on. Like there not to go. do the to like re relit excuse me to relitigate the game itself, and and it's a four to one series win. So this is not saying that like oh the Rangers barely won this, but like there are several games in this series where you can like pinpoint moments where it's like inflection points in the series in the game. Like I was watching. Obviously, we were all watching the game tonight, but like they had Evaldi on the ropes on multiple different multiple. occasions and were unable to cashier that in. And it was just like it, Tommy it, Pham. It, yeah, it's like, did you hear him t- talk after the game? Evaldi was like, I didn't pitch well tonight, but we got it done. It's like, what are you talking about? I mean, Rodin gave up a guys. single run. What five but, guys? No, yeah, but you, you can no runs. It's crazy. You know what he's talking about, though. Like it, I, at the yeah. end of the day, it is about how many runs you gave up. But that was not some performance where he was just like gliding through these innings yeah. and dominating the Diamondbacks. Like he, he, he got the Did outs he when he needed to. Inning? But that, but that he was a one, gutsy one, performance. Inning. Yeah, he had one mm-hmm. clean inning. Yeah, yeah, and that that is that's like that's the definition of gutsy. When you go out there and you you don't have command, you you just you don't have stuff, a pitch or two. You're out there trying to make shit up and doing that in the World Series, folks, in a, in a clincher. That's very different. That, doesn't that make it even a little bit more impressive, though? I mean, obviously, always. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like, that Gallon's outing of like not allowing a hit until the seventh inning or whatever it was like. Yes, that's very impressive. But when you're Nathan Avaldi going out there and you don't have your best shit and you still don't you, you work yourself well, into bases loaded, two runners in scoring position and you just pitch your way out of it. Like that's that's also very and, impressive. I get what he's saying. It's not the best fucking outing in the world with the five walks and there was a lot of traffic. No damage. No damage. No, and, and and that's that's honestly that's him. He understands that, and that's something that I think as athletes you do it, <clears> and especially <throat> specifically pitchers, because of what you just said. We are well aware that 
getting out of those tight jams are as big of a deal as if I were to go out and punch Strike the side out three yeah. got three three innings in a row. Right? One looks really also, good. Is he one tells first? you I'm dominating? The other one I'm fu- I'm just trying to fucking bob and weave. Is he the first yeah, we can't all be to win five games in a single postseason, Jay? No, yes. he joined. No, he joined. Steven Strasburg in 2019 is the only pitchers to go 5-0 and in a single postseason. He is the okay. first pitcher to have his team win all six of his starts in a postseason. Uh, That's what he, six was going to be it, right, Jay? Yeah, he, he personally went 5-0. and The Rangers went 6-0 and in his starts. That's never happened That's what, before. Um, Strauss, no the only won. one to individually go 5-0. and Yeah, And no one's so won he, six. He got Correct. the no decision in game one. Yeah. Uh, is that the one he didn't win? Yeah. Um, yeah yes. So correct. Game five. one. Yep. Uh, he's also. It's also while we're on it. He's the seventh start of six scoreless in a World Series potential clincher in the wild card era. Joining Freed in twenty one. Then you have to go all the way back to Freddie Garcia in 05, Derek Lowe, Josh Beckett, Andy Pettit, and Tom Glavin. So some signature clinching performances. He joins. And just one more thing on the gutsy part. Like in its own way, I do think that is a more legendary context in which to deliver the start in a world series like yes it, we would i would love to see a 13 strikeout zero walk eight inning world series shutdown performance that's sick as fuck but like mm-hmm. watching a guy that you know for sure doesn't have his best stuff and is working out of jams and is creating tension within the game in a potential clincher that to me is as much fun to watch as a guy who's you know at the 99th percentile of his powers in a given start mm-hmm. yeah i mean you just take yourself back to you know, back to freshman year, curled up on the couch, spooning, lights are off, and you're like, "Oh God, I, I, <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna go through the back of somebody here." Lights come on. <laughs> oh damn! All right, kill it. Lights go off. You're, hey, you're back. You're feeling good. just up and down, up and down, up and down. and then finally, oh my God, that felt amazing. That felt incredible. That's what you're that talking nuts like. right now. <laughs> freshman year baby oh, yeah. <laughs> freshman year of college right because i know freshman of year course. high school you were focused on your studies yeah, yeah okay. got it jay yeah yeah anatomy Good. yep <laughs> didn't i watch that baseball doesn't exist video where dallas like didn't even like get into high school they wouldn't accept it in high school bro that was too much of a problem that's enough that's enough (laughs) something like that stocked in high school said no dude we don't need any troublemakers by fucking polar bears here by the way yeah that's that's enough yeah there's something about that in that video it was like dude got kicked out of like five schools or something I digress. That doesn't have anything to do with the Texas Rangers. I'll no, see, look at how far Dallas has come. Sort of like the <laughs> Rangers, who became the first team since the 1969 Mets mm. to win a World Series within two years of a 100-loss season. That's pretty cool. Wow. Look at that. That's a nice little stat. I, uh, and it's, it's stuff like that that I will just... If you've got a guy like Chris Young in the front office that has helped steer the ship back in this sort of direction and is a voice and is a presence, and you're seeing the decisions that are being made, and you're watching the success follow. I, I like. I'm. I'm serious when I say this. The first people I thought about were Red Sox fans. That was the first <laughs> thing that came to my mind. Was why? like, oh, what do you mean? Why? Why? What, what do you mean? Why? Why'd you think of Red Sox fans? Why? Why wouldn't I? 
Think about like just think about a real you know think about a bad baseball team and then think about somebody who's got experience not only in the organization but at a championship level mm-hmm. coming back to that organization mm-hmm. and maybe injecting a combination of an analytically driven and a game field driven sort of approach that could bring a really sad state back to prominence where they're used to being as a franchise. Without looking, I don't know. Without looking, I want to say the D-backs won like four more games than the Red Sox this year. <laughs> in the regular season. In the regular season. But, yeah. So you guys just dance. got yourself a nice little former player GM, dude. Yeah. Can you uh, hey, can you put us in a group text tomorrow after the press conference? Yeah, I got, for sure. I got to, yeah. Will you 100%. actually? Will you? 100%. <laughs> the D-backs won the same amount of games as the Marlins. <laughs> One more than the, Cubs, the other two postseason more than the team. Reds. Are you talking about the other postseason team? They lo- they lo- they lo- they won less than the Mariners. I mean, hmm. tough two more than the Yanks. Tough division. The shitty fucking Yanks. That's crazy though. Like the Yankees, how how much of a dumpster fire that is. Over one sixty two, won two less games than the team in the World yeah. Series. Mm-hmm. Once every once every three months, the D backs won one more game than the Yankees. Basically. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as part of this discussion, let's just say let's just say we hop <laughs> we hop in a a, a <laughs> hypothetical hot tub, right? <clears throat> Hypothetically, if if the D backs won the World Series, we could fairly have a conversation about. All right, um, but what about next year? Like, you know, realistically, is this team going to be a playoff team next year? Uh, they're not a team that spends a lot unless it's on Zach Greinke. Uh, this is not like, like yes, they have some nice, young, exciting pieces, but it was you can, very improbable that they got as far as they did. With the Texas Rangers, though, I don't think we're having that same discussion. They're they're going to be a problem for a little while now. Yeah, I mean, even without even without the services of Degrom, even with that question mark, if they've shown you the willingness and the ability to acquire talent outside of the organization, and they've also showed the, I mean, look, you're going to get a full season of Carter. Right, you're going to yeah. get a full season, a full count. Mm-hmm. You got to be excited about that. Young just going to come do back. Probably. Well, like I remember. I remember re- reading something that said that he's he wants to be back next year by by the end of next year. Yeah, I would say. I would say we're going to get reports about him throwing August. and maybe doing mound work. Yeah, right after the All Star break, August. Yeah, because when did he go under the knife? Like May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, it was early. Very early. Yeah, it's still possible. August, they, okay, Jacob DeGrom eyes August 24 return. Yeah, it's that's exactly where yeah. I would think he's going to pop up, if he's okay. going to pop up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, yeah, and, think of, and, and the Diamondbacks, like, say the Diamondbacks do win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, I was... You think about the, the movie Field of Dreams, the, mm-hmm. the scene at the end where... You're zooming out and you just see this long line of cars starting to, you know, the headlights making their way to the field. Like that's, that's what teams are going to look like lining up for Will Smith. I said, jokingly, like the dude just won his third world series in a row. Like, I don't care if you've got any bullets left. Like we just, you want to hang out? You can hit a fungo. Like what what can you do? We, We need you on the rooster though. That's got, that's got Brian Cashman written all over it. He's gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm under a lot of fire right now. Bring me Will Smith. <laughs> Give me Will Smith in here. 
Yeah. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. One of my coworkers, who's a huge Rangers fan, shout out Matt, actually had tickets to game six and seven of the World Series if it ended up going back to Texas. I hit him up before game five tonight. I was like, look, dude, I know you got tickets to game six and seven, but you can't honestly be rooting for the Rangers to lose tonight, right? He was like, fuck that. Give me the ring, which I respect. Plus, he got his tickets super cheap on game time and they have event cancellation protection, so he's not going to pay a dime. But I'm sure he'll be in the market for some Rangers tickets next year and game time is going to be his first stop. Game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code JARED for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code J-A-R-E-D for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. But yeah, Jordan Montgomery is going to be a subtraction, one would assume. Uh, but adding a Jacob deGrom in August... Not not the worst swap in the world, but you just gotta. How do you replace him? Well, and, John and Gray factor in again. Kurt, Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. He might retire, man. <laughs> Good chance. I heard. I had rumors he could go to the Rangers. Good Those chance. rumors have existed since like 2018, <laughs> brother. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Since dude, people I'm found just him. fucking around, I'm right? Because he's friends with around, Matt Stafford, dude. right? <laughs> he's got a home in the area. <laughs> he does. Um. All right. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like that kind of puts a bow on the on the conversation. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to add? Spores shut the doors. Spores. Yep, that was big time. I mean, that big time. Just a local kid grew up down the street from me. Good to see him grow up. Be fucking yeah. big, strong World Series guy. Dude had an ERA over five during the season. Sub one during the playoffs. Shuts it the fuck down to clinch it. That's a that's a pretty cool story. Yeah, well, People I don't even know. He's second World Series. He actually won the College World Series 2015 for the Cavaliers. And I, I, I like the fact that we had the conversation we had last night about who was going to be up, where we thought they were going to get plugged in, like Leclerc having never, never taken it three days in a row. And now, I mean, he was up. He was ready to crank. But given that lead, given just that little bit of cushion, spores. Go get yeah, it. they've they and that's that could have been their game. I, I'll be curious to see if it was still a one zero game. Who would they put in the ninth? Well, that I I that with Leclerc up there, that's why the conversation. That's why I'm so glad we had that conversation last night. Is because I almost wanted to see Leclerc get into the game tonight, so we could maybe hopefully somebody would have tried to peel that onion all the way down, and we would have gotten those answers like, hey, you know, with. Uh, with Spores available and Leclerc getting the work he did, was it always going to be a plan, whether you needed to or not, to get Leclerc in that game? Or were you trying to stay away from it? And once you realized that it was going to be Spores as your option, you were okay with getting him in? Like, what was the thought process behind that? And I, I, 
I was hoping to see Leclerc just to maybe get that answer. Hmm. Seems like they just want to go with a hot hand. I mean, this guy, I don't remember Spores giving up a fucking hit this playoffs. Yeah. Don't overthink it. They overthought it in game four. Didn't have to do it. Didn't cost them anything. Um, don't overthink it. It's a clincher. Whatever. Fire your best bullets. That's what they did. Fucking world champs. Um, well, uh, Jay, hey, you, I think you, did you have something else that you want to say? We just got a few other Feel the things on the World Series performances sure. overall. Rangers, yeah. uh, first team to ever go eleven and zero on the road in the postseason. Um, yeah. This was also, I think, Langs tweeted that this was the um, highest winning percentage uh, in a single postseason by road teams overall. So, not sure there's much to take away from that, but kind of kind of interesting trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who didn't listen all the way through yesterday, just to put a pin on it, Corey Seager is officially the second position player ever with multiple World Series MVPs joining Reggie Jackson, fourth Red. player overall, uh, along with Bob Gibson and Sandy Koufax. So that's pretty cool. Um, building what could develop into a pretty interesting Hall of Fame case for Corey Seager. Certainly a lot in- more interesting than it looked at this point last season. Um, Zach Gowan uh, in the losing effort. Uh, first pitcher in World Series history to pitch six no-hit innings with his team facing elimination. So we were waiting for him to deliver that start in the postseason. Uh, he did. He delivered that start. Uh, it just didn't work out, I guess. Um, yeah, that's uh, the cutting room floor. There you go. I mean, we didn't talk about the uh, the Alec Thomas misplay uh, oh in the God. outfield, which gutted. I mean, gutted. it's almost like, thank God, thank God the D-backs didn't score any runs, honestly. like the, yeah. It ended up not mattering. But like that has to be Got the worst feeling in the world to do that. That was a killer too, and that was also mm. like a perfect double play ball. If they had it, the guys played in the right place. Like that was off the bat. I was like, "Let's go," and then it gets all the way to the fucking wall. That was bad. That was um. Who else? Who did that? Who was? Was that fucking? It was uh. It was uh. Oh, Grissom. Uh, Grissom. Yeah, 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 Grissom. yeah. Brewers Nat. Trent. Or Brewers Trent Nat. Grissom. Yep. That's why. I believe it was that doesn't Marquise. Marquise. Marquise is the Grissom. name we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Marquise Grissom in what, 2019? 18? 2019 wild card game. Yeah. Mm. Was that Juan that Soto that hit it? I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if he makes that play, the Nats might not win the World Series that year. Kind of wild. Kind of wild. Um. All right. Any uh, any closing thoughts, Dallas? No, no. I I just think uh, you know that Jay Hayes kind of said it. There's some highlights that you take away, and I I think it is the the Rangers winning their first ever World Series championship. As fans, we don't get that every year. You don't get that a lot. Some fan bases spend eighty plus years. After selling off generational talent before they even sniff world championships again, some over a hundred years, like it just, it's, it's a thing. So for it to happen for the first time for the Rangers, you got to love to see that Boach, one of the greatest, now a four time world series champion and Berkeley zone, Oakland zone, Marcus Simeon will Mm. go to bed tonight, a world series champion. Hmm. What are they going to do? Uh, do they fly home tonight? What happens? Parades on Friday in Arlington. But w- what's the party scene like? Oh, they'll probably fly home curious. tomorrow. They'll fly yeah, home they, tomorrow. They're going to party in the clubs tonight for sure. 
One of these years, a team will win at home and they'll be able to party in the comfort of their own beds and homes. So we had that conversation. We were trying to figure out who the last team to win at home was. It was the fucking Astros last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was like the first time in a That was while. the first and time, th- I believe, since the Red Sox in 13. Yeah, so that's a nine-year gap between it. Ha- yeah. So it's happened... So it's happened twice in the last decade. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> and, and the team that did it was a team that nobody wants to celebrate other than the people that are literally inside of that stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ouch, babe. Uh, Joseph, any, uh, any final thoughts here? Well, I know it was a tough season for the Mets, but I know that, you know, feeling good <laughs> at least to get... <laughs> Imagine being, a guy. Mad, you know, imagine you get, being a Mets got, fan, just like just trying to trying to escape, and it's like, damn, guys. for the Mets, but you know, <laughs> it's. Oh. I mean, they get to see the guy Scherzer and Degrom win a World Series. Like they're probably fucking pumped right now. Like, let's go. Probably really happy. I'm, they love both those guys. Send them off, yeah. and now they're champions. I'm like you, that's Joe. what the Mets I'm are hoping with, for, I'm and they got Joe. it. Guys, imagine what you can accomplish when you're not distracted by the swampy conditions in your shorts. Dollar Shave Club's ball spray is like deodorant for your balls. It absorbs moisture, reduces chafing, and keeps those rank odors at bay. Not to mention our minty, fresh, tingly aroma that lets you know you're fresh, and a precision sprayer that makes application easy at any angle. Get a fresh pair. Visit dollarshaveclub.com to get ball spray today. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Jared? I wanted, I wanted, just wanted to touch on one thing, my final thoughts here. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to need to see a lot more out of Akil Badu, you know, uh, and, and Jake Rod. <laughs> <and> just... <laughs> yeah, what the hell are the Tigers going to do this awesome <laughs> Right? I mean, that's what everybody's thinking. What, why, are yeah. we, why are we beating around the bush here? Yeah. What's the move in Motown? That's the yeah, question. What's, yeah. what's JJ Blade Day's health update? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's only there's only one thing that I'm really looking forward to right now, and that's fucking Paul Skeens. It's like, listen, man. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> to put a bow on this season, it started off with so much promise. Congrats to the Pirates. Yeah. We took on some water in May, and maybe the seas took us over. But just wait until 2024 when we get back on the boat. We start getting that water out of the hull. And we're going to be coming back for next year. What are we going to do, Dallas? Jared, calmer seas or up ahead, smooth sailing on the horizon. We will be ready. I just, I just want to compete, you know? I just want to fucking compete. Just compete. Let's raise it. My my final thought. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, Dallas, Jay, Hey, Joseph, Jake, all the fucking late nights editing the podcast. Kid ended up in the fucking hospital this year uh, from exhaustion from all the five a.m. Uh, podcast edits to uh, the nine a.m. Zoom meetings. Uh, Jeremy and Brian doing the the videos that help us tremendously grow on social. Connor, uh, who came in later in the season doing the social for us. And then obviously Corey, who is fucking outstanding at doing the graphics. And not only that, the guy is timely as fuck. And he's a listener of the podcast, which is huge. He gets it. So when we... 
when we need something cooked up and we need it quick. He uh, he's never missed. He's never missed once. So shout out to Corey. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you guys for listening. And, uh, you know, we're obviously we're peeping the podcast rankings as we go. And it was uh, another year where we we're sitting right up near the top of the baseball podcast um, rankings for you know, a, a, a group of guys that we just, you know, we all love baseball. We all got our corners of the internet that we sit on otherwise, but uh, this is our place to come and, and talk about our favorite sport. And we share that passion with you guys, the listeners. So again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget because we're really close again, 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. Go hit subscribe uh spotify itunes we're gonna be pumping out the off-season content uh are we doing one or two episodes a week jake what, what's the plan uh plan is one but we can discuss if we want to adjust okay uh we we have that segment that we talked about jay hey we got some uh that's that's gonna be uh one of the things that we we start cooking up for the off-season is different uh segments that are off-season specific uh, as well as breaking down the news, the notes, the rumors, and everything in between. So thank you guys for a very, very memorable season of Baseball is Dead. And uh, that off-season content will be coming to you as soon as next week. We go.